Good people of Los Angeles, welcome back to the FCFC pod. We in the backyard, six of us tonight, are going to do another episode of Family Matters. We've got Edgar, we've got Alex Cervantes, we've got Mr. Ryan Wallerson, we've got Slim, Coda, Josh, Spice, Young, Dweez, or Old Dweez, whichever Dweez you want to call me. Middle Dweez. We talk about all sorts of things, including getting back together for the first time in a while, including... Of course, Korean drama product, product placement, the only thing on my mind. The only thing that should be on anybody's mind at any time. We, we talk about uh, just how we're all feeling, how we're all living, old memories, new memories, uh, what's next, what's happening now, and we keep it rocking. Slim hit him with the warning. Ladies and gentlemen, we are in the backyard of Expo Park at Dweez's place. There are planes flying, cars driving by, dogs barking. Same profanity, so if you're at home or around children where you shouldn't be listening to profanity, this is a good time to stop listening. Fuck COVID, fuck this year, fuck me. God damn, I should have stayed in fucking Mexico. (laughs) Fuck out of here, let's go. FCFC. Welcome to the FCFC pod, where two scholars and a dickhead look at the world through a black and gold tinted lens. Today's a very beautiful day in the backyard in Expo Park. The whole crew's back together. But before that, we have the usual suspects. Sitting across from me is Josh Sexy Spice. Hat. Wardrobe Spice. To his left is Big Dweez. And to my right is Ryan Wallerson. And across from him is AC Noho. And to his left is Edgar Garibe with the voluminous hair. Who? Like looked at me and had to stop and like kind of think like, was this fool's name? No, I, I, <laughs> no, I did that last week. I did that. Sorry, sorry about that, Zach. I kind of, I kind of goofed on your name last fool, week. Fool, I fucking edited the audio so it doesn't sound like I know, that shit, I know, bro. but he knows it. I love he you, Zach. I'm sorry. <laughs> the new backyard is one week we invite owners in the back. The next week it's back to family matters. Regular scumbags are back in the back. It's good to be here, yo. Let's start with AC. Oh, shit. (laughs) What is your oldest backyard memory? So I think that it was July 4th. So I I actually walked into the side of Josh Bice vomiting by a kid's school. (laughs) For real? Yeah. You don't don't even remember remember that. You were that fucked up. Are you, you sure this yeah. like some character nah, slander right no here? No bullshit. Nah. So I walked in. <laughs> right? slander. Yo, why are you nah. so why are you so fucking passionate about this, bro? Because it's such a crazy ass moment. Like, <laughs> yo, so I walk in right. This fool was already drunk by like six p.m. Texting me like, yo, come through, come through, because we we're like coming. This is this is why I text when I get drunk. By the way, it's fucking AC. So <laughs> come from North Hollywood and fucking yeah. Out. So pull up and like looks pretty, you know, pretty packed back here, and. uh... I hear, like, someone, like, kind of, like, bang up against the, the fence right there. <laughs> and uh, I open the door, and I see Josh kind of, like, leaning in. And right as I'm about to go dab him up, I just hear, and he just fucking yaks all over the fucking, like, right by the pool. And I'm just like, 
Yo, what the was fuck, man? Was it that man? close to the pool? Yo, you were like two inches, like right next to it, and then Pierce is like somewhere, like off on the side, like about to stumble into the pool, <laughs> and then like I just see Sam just like going like, "What the fuck is happening?" And then everyone was just like. I don't know if that was, like, the true start of the night or, like, the culmination of it all went downhill from there. So, that was my first backyard Ooh, memory. I think... Okay, I yeah. don't remember what that night was. There was a whole bunch of shit going on. Yeah, right? Like, it, it was, was like, some show. crazy shit. There was, there was some show. fireworks. Yeah. Yeah, there was some fireworks. There was some drunk oh, people fuck. Yeah, yeah. running up and down the street. That was bad. Yeah. That was a bad night. Yeah. Yep. Dang, Thanks that's for what, that's that what your presence see. does, bro. Dude, I don't know. <laughs> you bring that shit from the valley into the <laughs> Edgar, what's your oldest AC memory? Oldest AC memory. Dang, that's a great question. Yo, I actually remember what it is. I don't know if you remember. So, but that's not his in-person memory. But that's his memory. What's his oldest AC memory? It's the same one, I think. What were you thinking? It was the it was the march to the match, and that's that September game against New England, season one, when I was like marching, and then out of nowhere, you just like. Incognito pop out and you're like, hey, you're AC. And then, like, <laughs> <laughs> that's a pretty yeah. good I have a lot. I don't know if I could remember the oldest one. Fucking. I'll, I will tell you my favorite AC memory oh, is when. No. Although I'm pretty sure I mentioned it in our podcast last year was when me and Benny hardcore recruited this guy and treated him out to beer. And we were watching some, what was it, Thursday night football, just talking LAFC stuff. And then finally, towards the end of the night, we were. Give him a le- nice little really? nudge, like, oh, you know, like, if you're looking to join a supporters group, because he was a free agent at the time. <laughs> oh, man. If you're looking to join a group, you're more than welcome to come to Expos, if you what want. Pretty much stole them from the Tigers. It's okay. <laughs> After Josh never fell through it. Yo, yeah. fuck you, hey, bro. Hey, oh, no, no, you didn't follow no, up, Spice. No, no, no. no. You didn't follow I, up. Oh, let me tell you this story. No, this no, this deserves to fuck? be on the pod. That's, because, New, York, that's nah. New York Knicks. Let me tell you this, man. Yeah, let me tell you about this, man. So the first ever time. I'm going to give you a time because I respect you, but I'm not going to take this in now. So my first time ever meeting Josh was at Nick Sports. It was the pop-up. Yeah, it was the pop-up that y'all had. I remember we chopped it up, you know, at, at the time I was underage and mind you, this man offered me an alcoholic beverage. Oh my and God. then second of all, <laughs> I hit him up, like I hit him up right after that. And I was like, yo, dude, you know, it was good to meet you, blah, blah, blah. This guy goes, yeah, man, let's like, you know, we should stand together next game, man. So that's, and so, that's solid. So that's and solid. so that's the solid. next game. Nowhere to be fucking seen at all. Well, this no. man, this man went incognito on socials, went incognito at the bank in the North End. What happened? He's going incognito right now. I don't know what the fuck's going on. Are we, are we sure Sam isn't the scholar and Josh isn't the dickhead? Bro. <laughs> there ain't no secret dickhead here. No, you, you know. You, Josh you, definitely has some dickheadedness in him. He you see fronts like he's full scholar, but he's a mudblood. Fuck <laughs> Bro, wait, does that sound like me? Am I not always exactly, exactly where like, I stand? What do you mean? That you might just randomly disappear or, like, not answer your phone or, like, leave early or something? Yeah, that sounds exactly okay, like Okay, now you're saying the leave early shit is me. <laughs> the not answering your phone is not me. Is that me? Or where are you pulling from that? I don't know, man. I mean, it happened. I'm pulling from AC. It sounds like a... No, 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 no. This is, this is one he, uncorroborated he wants, he story a, right he here. He wants a trend. He wants another Wait, one. I think that we found out that this is... It's because you, you're one of the... You got to poop at your house, right? Isn't that what why? the fuck? No. <laughs> 
What if bro. People, like some people just gotta poop at their house, you know? You like, saying some people like it's me right now, but I ain't never said that in my life, bro. I got no problem yeah, about it. As, as a New Yorker, you can't always be like bro. pooping okay, at your fair, house. Fair. Right? Hell yeah, no, I, mean, I know every just, hotel lobby maybe with an open my own theory. I tried to give Josh Price the benefit of the doubt when he would disappear because I'd be like, maybe he's one of those people. When do I disappear, y'all? Damn, y'all just saying shit for this. Now I know what. At first, I was just I, I was having fun being part of the story, but now I'm just <laughs> like, nah, nah, this ain't the truth at all, know, man. According to AC, AC has been AC has so been out to get me for so a while. So. Where was facts, it? So. This is facts, absolutely. So 100% did did you ever honesty. find out where he was that day? Nah, never. Oh, because you know, because by then you were already an expo, so you didn't care yeah, where he was. Nah, nah, nah. That was actually like that was actually the game after. Nah, nah, nah. Let me let me tell you what happened. Okay, let me just say let me say this. I'm not, like, a social media heavy dude from the North End, but y'all know where I stay in the North End. Y'all know where exactly where I am. If I'm not there, I'm getting, I'm, I'm being a good Samaritan. I'm getting water. I'm getting nachos <laughs> for my people here to, to eat and be fulfilled. So, I mean, this will never be matter. solved. This is a mystery that will never be solved. Somehow no, I don't believe it. Yeah, yeah. And now AC is an expo. I have great recruitment retention. Let me just say that. <clears throat> it's just like, if, if someone hits me up interested, look at Fernie, bro. Not your Fernie, my Fernie. I was going to say. Yeah, yeah. Hey, I, I mean, shout out, you know, my recruiting. You know, we, we got our, our boys Ryan and, you know. Jesse and 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 Pat and you know I, I have a good track. Oh, you wasn't too. Pat. Yeah, it was. No, that was JJ. No, 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 no. That was JJ, bro. Who was the first one to reach out to Pat in the first place? JJ. Me, because Pat was looking for a seat, and I was like, oh, is it just you and your wife or girlfriend? You could come in here, and yet, and then I placed yet, him next to JJ. No, 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 no. West no, Side, no, no, no. Bay no, 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 no. That's bro, some bullshit. Bro. I know this for a fact. Everything I know this y'all for a did. Fact. Y'all yeah, is out here just yeah, making up spinning say, yarns and shit, bro. <laughs> now I'm literally like, now I see this shit. I see this shit clear and clear with every passing fucking second. Is that oh, y'all no. I, I know you can put a, a lot of your thing. church homies that don't show up anymore. Bro, because they're with the Lord right now. They're with the Lord. You're the only one in that world. They're praying for us. That's how we were doing. That's true. They probably are praying for us. Josh is going to hell. Shout out my mom's praying that prayer every morning, bro. She's yeah, like, shout out all the praying moms. Hell yeah. best. Hey, Ryan, what's your oldest LAFC memory? Mm, my oldest LAFC memory. I mean, it predates LA. My oldest LAFC memory is seeing the 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 uh, the, the illustrations, the renderings, back when the colors were still black, red, and white. Mm-hmm. Of what the stadium would look like, and mm-hmm. seeing like the the original owners from my aunt's couch in Brooklyn, you know, in the wee hours of the morning after I finish my my grad school load for the day, and I'm taking thirty minutes to myself before I get not enough sleep for the next day. I would just kind of scour, like you know, just hang out, enjoy sports instead of working it. And I remember coming across these and saying, <coughs> "This is dope. They're gonna get their own stadium. It's gonna be here." Like, they know that already? You know, I start doing research and, yeah, just knowing, like, beyond a doubt that LAFC had a stronger foundation in the years in the pull-up, even when they were trying to come out in 2017, than I felt NYCFC had ever had, you know, not having a, a grapple hold on their stadium and still not having one, you know, five years in. And playing in their rival stadium. Yeah, no, that's embarrassing. Man. Oh, it's yeah, really bad. It's really bad. Look. It's really, really bad. Yeah. And and wait a second. So Ryan said something that touched a nerve off before I was working in sports, or when I wasn't working in sports, and I was just enjoying it for my sake. Now all of us here at the table, maybe you know, 
Josh and Slim wouldn't say they like work in sports always, but you guys are so involved in the sport of culture that it's like a whole thing. All all of us are so involved in this now. Do you guys ever miss being a distant participant in your in your sport or your or your club or your team or just when you just loved it and it was like across the pond, so to speak, you and it was distance? Him, you got to tell them about the loan game. Oh yeah. <laughs> so that was my chance to just be a supporter again for the first time since like legit the first season because um yeah for whatever reason Konkakov likes to restrict how much access even the home team gets to their own home stadium mm. for their own home games which is fucking ridiculous but that's neither here nor there <laughs> so for um the return leg of the Leon um you know playing against Leon in Champions League um I wasn't able to shoot which I was a little bummed because you know, I knew the Kobe Tifo was going up that day, mm-hmm. and I wanted to capture that. I wanted to capture this dude's um, AC's captain's armband design mm-hmm. that he had for Carlos. Um, but on the bright side, it's like, you know what? I could just go and be a supporter again because I hadn't done that. The last time I did that, I remember, was when we played Orlando season one, like July. It was that one game that got pushed back to like 8 o'clock because it was so hot that day. Mm-hmm. And that was the last time I was just in the North End like as a supporter. Actually, you know what? Scratch that. It was the rain game. It was the Houston rain game. Oh, the, last time. the Houston rain game. That was the last time I was just in the North End as a supporter. Maybe, maybe, which yeah. was a great game to just be there as a supporter. Yeah. Maybe I convertible, oh. rest in peace. Oh, man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but yeah, no, like... What did um, it feel like? It was great. Like, the best part was um, I'm up there with Sue and Peta. I was hanging out with TSG for the, for the night, basically. <laughs> um... Shout and out. then, yeah, I remember I got up there, and then this dude's like, what the fuck are you doing here? <laughs> You're just a villain. <laughs> you think I became the villain in this. I think it's just because of what you wore earlier. Yeah, I think y'all are just paint, painting the picture that um, that you see in your heads. And it's making me readjust some of my ideas on my friends. Yeah. I haven't taken a single brush Thank stroke. You, I'm just watching with you. Yeah, yeah. I, I, think, I think maybe, maybe hey, Dweez, is, Dweez is putting this shit on. I'm consistent. I think he's, he's hosting it. <laughs> yeah, Sam, you are consistent. I'm consistent. If yeah. I have an opportunity to shit on somebody, I might take it. But I, <laughs> Andrew, you left out. I said that affectionately because usually I'm I'm there with oh, you on the test line. Thank you for leaving that shit out. By the way, it was like <laughs> it was yeah. very much. I was happy to see you. Yeah. Continue your well, story with the facts, please. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but um, it was great because like normally, obviously, like I'm working mm. games. I can't get too crazy during tailgates and things like that. So. Like, I get up into the north end, and immediately Sue and Peter are, like, just handing me Palomas, like, every ten minutes. <laughs> and may or may not have gotten a little intoxicated. Those damn $14 Palomas. Yep. And then, uh, to make the night even better, like, we're up there chanting and whatnot, and then all of a sudden, Drew, Pat, and um, Chi get up there, and they're mm. hanging out with us just, like, in the north end, just supporting, too. And then, I remember we were doing jump, and Pat was next to me. And we put our arms around each other, and then he turns to me. He's like, I've never done this up here before. And I, <laughs> wow. and I was like, me neither. <laughs> and then we did that, That's and that crazy. was pretty dope. Um, but, yeah, no, that was – I mean, get, getting to experience that before the whole shutdown was pretty special. Yeah. To say the least. There couldn't have been a better end to, the re- to real life, right? I mean, that was pretty exciting the comeback all of us being there those of us who got to go to Mexico the game against Miami and the hilarity there and the goal 
It, it all and then the barn burner against Philadelphia. Yeah, it all was there. So now we're six months into it. Recording this in September. Lovely September evening. And we recorded a Family Matters episode about a year ago, too. Somehow we're still doing podcasts. Somehow we're doing them in person. We're making it happen. What's on everybody's mind? <laughs> <laughs> Come on, guys. Let's, let's keep it going here. What are we thinking about? What are we bothered by? Let's get that out of the way first. Slim, I know it's just, you, you, you're irritable today. Why are you so irritable? <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> I really don't. It's because his work-life balance is all out of work. Yeah, I'm just having... Yeah, I don't have a fucking social life anymore. <laughs> but remember at the end of last year, you were complaining about how too, you had too much of an LAFC social life. And now there's yeah. no social life. Yeah. It went from zero, 100 to zero real quick. So it's like, you know, I, I have... For the most part, like, you and I have been on the same page. We haven't really been tripping too much about, like, being in lockdown. Mm-hmm. Maybe, like, a month and a half ago we started, like, feeling it. Yeah. But, um, yeah, man, I just got to figure out the balance again. I'm just kind of sick of being so busy with work. Like, even with the LAFC stuff you asked earlier, like, mm-hmm. you know, do you feel like uh, you wish you had a little more separation? And I think during the all this COVID stuff, like, I have kind of just separated a little more just because I'm more focused on work right now. Mm. And, you know, like, when when else are we going to ever have a fucking year where we don't have a full football season, right? Mm. So just kind of taking advantage of whatever I can right now. But it's getting pretty fucking mundane and sucking the life out of me. <laughs> but it's cool. It'll pass. Just waiting. Fuck 2020. Spice Man. Um, I don't know. I started working again, too, and um, I feel like I'm better off when I have more obligations, responsibility. I feel like mm-hmm. I'm better on my feet. Um, I think when I'm really have to make my own schedule, it's it's rough for me, and um, I find like I'm more productive. And so right now, I'm like, I know it's kind of like. Uh, it's it's not gonna be a, a longevity thing, but I enjoy getting like like the like one thing at a time, task oriented shit, kind of done, you know. Like go drop off at the post office or drop off the car here and stuff like that. So yeah, that's that. I mean, I, I still have huge visions for what's up. Like I'm literally like thinking about vacations for next year and shit like that. I don't know if that's really plausible, but that's kind of where I'm at with this stuff, man. It's like, and it's so bizarre because like. You know, they just, the the fatality total just passed two hundred thousand in the in the U.S. At the same time, like, I don't know, like I still wash my hands and shit like that. But it's like the stuff about me going out, like I'm I'm like out there with a mask on, like going to the mall and going grocery shopping and doing things like that, where it feels like it's not it's not so different. And I think that's what I needed right now. So yeah, it's it's kind of the whole world swirling around my head, but just trying to do one one thing at a time. Yeah. Wally, some of the sports writing you were doing dried up, obviously. Yeah, yeah. You went to, you went to Florida, you went to Colorado, you came back. It got weird uh, and twisted in different ways. Where Where is your head at? Well, you know, now that I've been dishonorably discharged from the LA Daily News, SoCal News Group, I no longer have, like, a clear lane with which to write LAFC or write sports. And it's kind of just the latest in a continuing 
kind of sequence of evaporating anchors, so to speak, like the things that tether me to LA, the, the foundations that I've built since I got out here are kind of crumbling beneath my feet. Whoa, that's tough. Yeah. That was rough, buddy. It is, you know, I mean, the simple fact is that if I wanted to put all my stuff on a, on a truck, like my car, my mattress, my TV, and just send it somewhere, it'd be pretty, it, I wouldn't even have to make that many phone calls to people. Like, there wouldn't even be that many people looking for me in the city mm. anymore. Like, that's how dry, uh, you know, COVID, that's how dried up COVID is kind of, yeah, has has my prospects when it comes to the things I came out here to do. I came out here to, you know, cover LAFC, and I'm not doing that anymore. I came out here to do TuneIn. They're no longer, I lost my sports gig, and do, I was doing the news gig. They got rid of their studio, and now they're completely remote, and frankly, I don't think they're ever going to go back into office because they're saving all that rent money, but still producing the same product. Yeah. So it's like I could do that from the moon with the Wi-Fi connection. Yeah. And then back on the East Coast, it's like my family's like, what are you doing? Sure, 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 sure. It's like, cause I'm basically paying $1,000 a month to stay home. Mm. It's tough to ju- it's tough. It's tough to explain to other people. It's tough to like wrap my own mind around. I so mean, the same thing's kind of happening in New York, right? All the people that probably had the same types of hopes and dreams and doing the same, building the same type of foundation you were. 100%. 100%. They're all leaving New York now. The nice thing is that New York is home, and, you know, my right to it is by birth mm. till death. But even if I went back east right now, I don't think it would be in New York. I think my family has a house about 100 miles west of the George Washington Bridge in Mount Pocono, Pennsylvania. Mm. And that's probably where I would end up if I were to make a move. Uh, but the, just the idea that I'm contemplating it uh-huh. is like this is a this is a far fall from where we were this time last yeah, year. Yeah, 2020 is definitely like flip shit on its head. I was thinking of moving out to Venice so that I can enjoy like true blue West Side mm. LA beach life while living 10 minutes from my studio, Pierce's old spot. Like things were, you know, that fell apart. It was kind of COVID connected, kind of not. But the simple fact is that. From where I was when we got back from Mexico, thinking that we were headed back to Mexico City in you know, yeah, a few man. days after that, it's just it's like that Mad Men intro. It's like Homeboy's just falling off the cliff through all of his projects. It's like, just like, same thing, just with the calendar. It's just every month, month, month. And This know, is a sad state of affairs. <sighs> Not but, tonight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not tonight. No, and I think that's, that's kind of going to be my follow-up for that, because like, the reasons why you you settled here in the first place are kind of moot, right? They 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 evaporated, disappeared, and yet you're still a story man, you're a newsman, and so I do believe there are specific things in each city where it's unique to that city, opportunities or stories or people. Like, what's on your mind for for the kind of stories that are left to tell for you, and that you want to tell maybe on a more like independent kind of tilt. I mean, on the independent, the independent till probably leads me out of sports, or if it remains within the realm of sports, it's definitely with an eye stepping out of the industry because it's it's definitely about the black plight right now. Yeah, it's definitely about talking to my people, hearing their stories, getting their stories out there. You know, just the difficulty of it because every every, every single thing in America is harder to do when you're black. 
that's just a fact mm -hmm. like whether it's minutely more difficult or vastly more difficult depending on this the scale or the industry so right now everyone's struggling right like covid knows no covid knows uh it doesn't actually no it doesn't even know um like financial standing like it's taking celebrities it's taking millionaires it's taking you know whoever obviously there is a demographic that's more exposed to it but and when you start when you start talking about like biology, you, sure, you transcend like, you know, preference. Like it's just it's just about how strong your system is, right? But at the same time, it's like I saw a stat today that there would be not it would have to be nine eleven for sixty six days to equate the amount of people we've lost to COVID. Mm -hmm. And it's like, when I see something like that, I know that it's touching everybody. But at the same time, I bring it back to the point, it's harder to be black doing everything. It's harder to be black during a pandemic, mm. especially during all of this, this social uprising. So with no, with no official lane, like if I were to just to put my name on something and be able to do whatever I wanted with it, 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 it would be a project like that. Yeah, man. Just something that feeds the soul because, I mean, <laughs> I don't know how many... A lot of the lanes that I saw to like rich, riches and fortune have been at, at the very least deferred for now. Mm. It's like I got to be able to get back in the building. Yeah. I'm, I'm kind of at that point too where it's like I'm tired of the employment to tell the stories that I want to tell. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a really powerful thing because like you, you said it of, of black plight in itself. Like I, I get the it's like this weird feeling of like there's more think pieces and more great thoughtful writers than ever before on the issue and at the same time there's there's a lot of writing that wants to forget that this thing exists and who it's affecting and so i think that it takes a lot of people like thoughtful people especially i think at this table and you know that we can um continue to tell the stories for for the way that we we can truly represent it man i was in the car with ac before <coughs> was talking about what i want the podcast to become and you know, a voice for Los Angeles is something that's that's really, you know, close to home, I think, to all of us. And I think what I landed on was, like, who better than us to tell this story, you know? And I think I trust each and every single person at this table so so deeply for that shit that I think these are the stories about L.A. and, and the people and the people residing in it that, um, that can continue to be told, man. And at the same time, like, I know that you came here with a... With a kind of like a skip in your step, like I like, it's great to be around the people again. I'd say more so than anything else right now, Dewey, is it's really, I look what I look forward to is when I can see my friends, and like the small groups and the the weird variations it may be, like that's what I like mark on my calendar to see, you know, and just like if I get to pod with you guys, that's incredible. If I get to do a uh, social distance barbecue with with a group of people, that's great. Like, if we want to go, like, to the fucking beach or, like, go drive somewhere, that's fucking great. Like, it's always the contact with people that, that drives my enthusiasm to keep, like, fucking waking up in the morning. You know what I'm saying? I redact my comments from earlier. Josh is not an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> you never said asshole, but now it's on everyone's mind. This is another trick of yours. <laughs> No, I'm with the, no, like it's straight up like I know it's been a year and we don't do this this like mob pod that often, but it's like grateful, man, grateful for that we can even be across from each other talking like this, man. Zoom pods suck. Oh yeah. God, they do, man. I hate it. Yeah, <laughs> it's I fucking hate it. I mean, Sam, can you talk about so? Dickhead Hour is our most popular oh, oh. brand. 
<laughs> so it's our most popular brand yeah it's so funny because you know when we went into the whole covid era we really had to rethink about you know how to approach our content and i think you know the first one that came to mind naturally was tea time with dweez right yeah so like once dweez kind of took off and ran with that i was just like thinking of you know what other ways can we you know implement like our other like fcfc like members as well like to, to create content and i think that there was like just one night that there was like a lafc dj i think that's what it was and then like sam was just like yo i'm gonna like hop on like right after that and then i'm gonna just call it like I'm gonna just get fucked up. And then like we we're just like, all right, cool. And I don't think that like any of us expected it to go the way that it did. <laughs> but like I'm sure Sam is so fucking glad that that shit has come to a halt because by like the fourth or fifth episode, he was just like, "Yo, I don't want to do this shit anymore." Who's Yo, trying it's to tag so in? So hard to just it's so get... bad like drunk at home by yourself to get ready to be hyped to like jump on you know what i mean yeah it, it just wasn't sustainable like through my liver through my energy <laughs> to date it's still probably the thing people request from us the most oh man yeah. it and was so like, much fun though because that's really like the feeling that it brought like to me and i'm sure, like i think some mm-hmm. other people shared that it felt like that too was just like it felt like pulling up to a tailgate yeah. and just making your rounds because like, that's kind of you know what i mean that that's like how you know you're starting a match day if you're like a real supporter and you're like in there like you you get to the tailgate take a little breath you know you you walk towards your tent just to touch home base say what's up to people on the way and then it's like all right go over to d9 you take a shot go over to you know crew take a shot go over to to lucky's take a shot empire boys expos I'm just going down the line, Cuervos, Black Army, like, you know what I mean? Oh, like, you went down the line of the tents yeah, in your exactly. head? Yeah, oh, exactly. I literally, man. like, that, that's that's what we do, right? And, yeah, yeah. And after the first week, that's kind of, like, how I treated it. it, was just, like, make your rounds, say what's up to everybody. And, like, I think if you love tailgates, like, I think we all do, like, that's part of it that you miss the most. Mm. Um, and I miss it, too, man. It's just, I, I'm... I'm a bitch. I can't do it. <laughs> hey, stop. I mean, stop. Stop me if I if I really truly sound so selfish. But like, I like your liver's not important, Sam. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you owe this to the culture, to the people. Like, people this were saved during you. your well, no, chat. This is bro. another thing too: is the that people weren't people. at yeah. home drinking by themselves and shit to like jump on on dickhead hour anymore. Either. Yeah, yeah, everyone's yeah. out now. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. So it's just like if I'm just drinking by myself at home on a Friday night and everyone's out. And they'll like jump on, and they're like out having like actual fun, and I'm just having fun at home by myself. Like it makes me feel. No, bad. brother, we'll just put some rules on. It and be like, you gotta be lonely as fuck. Be <laughs> you gotta be at the, at the comfort of your own home in your fucking. Yeah, sweat they don't do it no shit. more, man. People well, aren't doing the lonesome drinking no more. So it just. I, I think one of the best things of Dickhead Hours was actually Dweez calling in with the strobe. <laughs> oh lights. yeah, it was LS Dweez. LS Dweez. That shit was fucking wild, dude. The, I mean, the the heart of quarantine, you know, when one of the roommates just wanted to get the lights, wanted to get the smoke machine. Is that correct? These things were happening. Yeah, these things were happening in the house without my direction. But I was. This not is what I mean. It. Like, things like that were happening at people's houses yeah. and stuff. So, yeah. like, March, whenever they saw someone go on live, easy to jump on. March, April, yeah. and May, the early, early stages of the 
the quarantine when all the we were doing all the IG live stuff. It was also like we were all we all needed it so badly. Mm-hmm. We we're all so confused about where it was going to go. I think no one was, you know, at that time had any idea what would what would happen really and we were all trying to figure it out and the strobe lights, the smoke machine, these type of things, they were part of the things that kept us going. But what I'm curious about now is that we've come this far and Sam you just said all, everyone is out having fun now. Mm-hmm. How many of you guys feel like you're, like, based on your friends, your social networks, the people you come into contact with, are you, like, are they all going to do a ton of fun shit and you're the one sitting at home? Or are you, you're sort of, like, even with your friends on that? Or are there, like, maniacs in your group? Like, what kind of balance are you guys feeling with people who are, like, pushing limits of different stripes? My roommates are all maniacs. But <laughs> I... I'm the pot calling the kettle black because I just got back from the pandemic epicenter of the planet. You've been you've been out. You've been traveling, dog. It's yeah. like I was home, and then things happened that got me out of the house. And once I got on, once I broke the seal and got on that first flight, I was just like, "Fuck it." And yeah, but I you know every every land spot before and before every takeoff, I'm taking another COVID test and getting that thing stuck up. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. My brain doesn't feel good. Yeah, but bro, like I've flown too, and so I think yeah, that's the that's yours. that's like the crazy thing is like the first flight going to Jersey, like I was holding my breath the entire time, yep. like and knowing like that wouldn't change shit, but like you're under a mask, right? But then like naturally the stuff, the the behaviors of like when I'm eating, Wait, it comes. You off. had the mask on the whole flight. Two masks. Yeah, you you can't you can't be uh, you can't unless you're flight. eating. You have to keep your mask oh, on. And I didn't yeah, eat. Yeah, yeah. I didn't even drink. Yeah, it did and not so come off. Some people are literally like turtleneck helmet, like hoodie, going on that stuff. Shit. But um, that was me. At the same time, it's the weirdest shit because you you get to your destination in one piece, and then you look around, and you of course you take your your COVID test after you land and you before you take off. But like, you're moving, like you're like literally like on a fucking plane. And for me to realize that, I'm like, new normal and all that shit is still in effect, of course. But you're like what can this actually stop? And that's kind of been a weird, weird... I don't know if it's a complete change of mindset, but I'm like, if I'm allowed to get on a fucking plane and go somewhere and then possibly transmit this shit somewhere else, like, it's weird because you have to find your code of it because our laws are probably doing a shit job of doing so. Well, not probably. I mean, the fact that there's no federal leadership means that basically it's state by state and going to different states is like you're basically parachuting into totally different situations. Yeah, for sure. Like, I don't think at any point in our lifetimes have the United States of America had have the borders been, you know, more important because you can step across and be in a totally different circumstance totally different you know spread rate death rate than you were 50 feet back but at the same time i think even then it still comes down to individuals because i've been in places where there was mask mandates even here in la and people don't wear masks that's true or a state that says you're not you don't have to but people still are because they're frightened it really is down to like a person by person thing that's why i asked that question about like your social group or from like what you can tell of your friends are people like where are you on the spectrum are you like sort of like a conser- you know conservatively with reacting with uh, covid or are you more like totally like bonkers with it and you're like going like are you the people that people are like damn you like went outside your house style or like where where is everyone on that scale i mean i'm home now like this is the first time i've really gone anywhere since i got back yeah i'm pretty pretty quarantined still yeah like i mean apart from like going out to run or like 
go for groceries. Like, it's not super crazy, like, that I go out often either, especially working from home, too. It's, like, kind of all that more of a reason to just stay inside. I, I have been going to get my own food lately. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll call for pickup, and then I'll hop yeah, on yeah, my yeah. board, and I'll just zoom home. So you guys wouldn't sit at a restaurant patio? No. No. Well, I mean, I have. I have, yeah, but yeah, I wasn't comfortable. I had sake a few yeah. times, but that's uh, a bar. And, I think and soju sanitizes everything. That's what I heard, too. That's yeah, why yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I did it yeah. once. Uh, well, the girl that picked me up from the airport was like, let's go get a drink. Mm. And she picked me up from the airport. So I was like, all right, let's do it. I think out of all but, of us, probably spice goes out the most, right? Damn, it, it actually looks like that. I, yeah. At the same time, you're out on the road driving every day for work purposes. And so aren't you, like, meeting people and stuff like that? Just, like, I'll check in with the security guard. Yeah. And then I go in to meet with the manager, and I'm out of there. Gotcha. So, yeah, I guess two people per spot. Mm. Dweezy, how about you, man? Because, like, we're here in the backyard again because you've out, you've kind of loosened your restrictions. Own restrictions. That, restrictions yeah, you, in the backyard have been loosened since uh, about, about mid-August. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, from, from March until mid-August, there were zero humans that came to my house. Mm-hmm. Um, and we have roommates... Uh, but even even still, there was you know significant others were sort of allowed, and that was it. Um, we were all very very careful. My aunt was sick; uh, she ended up dying in late June. So when that happened, it was at, like a load off my chest that I the one person I was sometimes seeing, mm. I wasn't going to infect her with COVID anymore, which was a big deal in my life. And then it took me about like a month, and and one friend sort of put it in a way that warmed me up to everything he said you know when you're comfortable with it i want to come by and see you i hadn't seen him for two years and we talk every week because he's sort of like a a writer that i started to mentor and now he's we're sort of like collaborating on several things and he came back to la and so Mm -hmm. i hadn't seen him in two years but he was in la but i couldn't see him because it was covid right Mm -hmm. so it was like sort of it was like cruel because i just wanted to see the guy after you know we talk so much we work together so often we just haven't seen each other and he was like don't you feel more comfortable like with a, a friend of yours in the backyard outside than you do even like with a mask on going into a grocery store? And I was like, actually, yeah, I do. <laughs> I do feel more comfortable with that, mm. you know? And then of course we did, you know, the Samba thing over here. And then we started talking about doing the podcast and like, I also noticed like a significant boost in my mental health when I yeah. started to see people in person again. Um, you know, having people in the backyard, you know, again, like everyone has to make decisions for themselves, but from what I understand and like the medical professionals that I know closely, what they've told me, it's extremely difficult to get COVID outside. It's really difficult to get it outside just because of the air. Um, but if you were like standing close with someone for a prolonged period of time that had it, whatever, it's just, it's, it's quite hard from what I understand. So the fact that we have a b- access to a back bathroom in the backyard access to the inside and outside in the backyard so oxygen or open air is like the covid condom kind of you're not <laughs> yeah 100 percent not gonna get you're not yeah or it's, an STD, it's difficult it's but very you difficult might. Yeah. 99.9 is that yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, you know who knows what the percentages are and i'm and you know don't don't quote me on this but like you know the things that people have sort of found out it's it's much more difficult so when i heard that i sort of like weighed my personal and mental health 
and talk to my roommates about it. We're just like, let's just start doing hangouts in the backyard. Like, if you want to have a friend over, do the hanging thing, great. Um, mm. when, recording podcasts for us made sense because we don't record inside anyways. Mm. Um, recording outside. And we had our a first We've guest. been ahead of this thing, guys. We had Come our on. first guest, like, last week. We had Larry Berg on and his son, Zach. Shout out to the Bergs who came by. And it was great. Like, I think, you know... I'm the host here, and I feel responsible for people to be safe and have, like, still be comfortable and enjoy themselves, but a huge boost. Um, I've not eaten at a restaurant in L.A. since March. Uh, I haven't gone out and done any (coughs) of that yet. Uh, I'm probably the only person in my house who still doesn't feel comfortable doing that. Mm. Um, Everyone else probably wants to start doing it and they're starting to but i still think i need a little bit longer there's something about it's not me it's the workers at the restaurant that i feel iffy about and i get it there's like we can follow this you can follow this logic into oblivion but like you know wanting to support the restaurants and the businesses you have but also like not wanting to force people into positions where they're like putting themselves at risk or whatever pickup delivery yeah, pick up the, like so today. I rocking. shout out to the last bookstore. You know, we got our our books coming, and I like ordered books on last bookstore, and I did the pickup option. They bring it to like the curbside. Oh, like, nice. You know, that's like a that was a nice thing. I didn't have to go in, didn't even have to get out of the car to do it. And you can still support, you know, your local businesses or whatever. Yeah, I'm just not quite like at the level for ordering mine on Amazon. It's okay. I've ordered all my books on Amazon in the pandemic until this. Isn't it crazy that that's how Amazon started selling books? And it turned into this fucking monster. Anyways, that's a whole different yeah. thing. I just heard of this, uh, some some local bookstore person recommended uh, bookshop.org. It like, uh, it's competitive prices, but then they donate 10% to your local bookstore. And um, if you choose the bookstore that locally that you want to donate to, they donate 20. Mm. So mm. it's like not Amazon. Yeah, and look, I don't know. With all this shit, it's like, you know, at the end of the day, you're just one person and you you can do your best, okay? You but do your best. You try to together. you try to do your yeah, thing. Man. I'm not I don't want to I'm not part of the COVID shaming thing. I don't, I I don't really feel like I'm as judgmental as maybe I come off. Like people can do whatever they want, you know? People can do whatever they want to do, but you know, that's where I'm at and I just felt the huge boost in happiness increase by seeing people in person. Mm. So I do think that long term, if this is going to go on in all likelihood from what it seems like, it's going to continue into next year pretty similarly to what it's like now. If that's the case, yeah, everyone has to make adjustments to accommodate for their, for their mind, which we did. Listen to the mental health episode. Get it in. That's a good go one, your friends. Leave five stars. <laughs> Go see your friends. Use the tools available to you. And comment on it that you want to see Dickhead Hour back because it'll happen if you enough of you. How, so, many, how many reviews do you want before you bring it back? Fifteen. Fifteen? Okay. I, uh, all right. All right. I got I got some burner iPhones. Subscribe to our Patreon. Yeah. Subscribe to our Patreon right here. Eg, what what have you done to get um like like Dewey said a little what's what's been good for your mental health Kobe. during? Huh? Kogi. Oh yeah. Fucking Kogi truck. Yeah, dude. That Kogi truck. Since I was in high school, has been stopping around the corner from my house every Friday night. So, and like occasionally, like pre-COVID, like I would go every now and then, but, you know, like... Every Friday night. Yeah, but, well, <laughs> I wasn't going every Friday night pre-COVID, but once, like, quarantine... <laughs> you, you have Kogi like, truck every Friday every, night. Every Friday <laughs> That's night, incredible. We pull up to Koji and fucking get that, what is it? The short rib burritos. 
whatever the fuck you call it. Call you motherfucker. Call it whatever the fuck you want. Those burritos smack. Those Who's there with you? Who's there with you? It's me. It's typically me, PETA, AC. Dang, you go all the way from NoHo to... That shit fucking slaps, dude. <laughs> <laughs> it's worth the fucking. Yo, he can you scoop me up? Can you scoop me up? I'll like tell Peter like right before like, yo, they're trying to go to Cody. And by, before I even finish the sentence, we're already going to Cody. <laughs> like, like, I love it. Can we go this? Can we go this Friday? Fuck it, let's do it. Yeah. yeah I need a ride though, AC. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, do you not have a car right now? I don't have a car right now. Why? My car's in the shop. I got into an accident. Oh, yeah, you told me about yeah, that. Yeah, I was yeah. going to say I don't really care, but then it, it was an actual accident. <laughs> you were about to say you don't really but care. But then I remember there was an accident, so like, I care. You're not Sam, here. I know you're... What's a, the other guy look I, like? I, I fucked up, bro. I fucked him up. You know how the Wrangler shit? Yeah. But, uh... <laughs> no, I'm saying, what, 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 like, what'd you hit? Uh, bro, I hit, I hit this Lexus because he cut in front of me. I stopped short of him. And then um, the pickup truck behind me hit me because he got hit by the tow truck behind him. Oh, oh four man. car collision, baby! <laughs> Let's go! Yikes! Let's go four time. Um, so yeah, I'm, not, I'm without a car for about a month. I think it's gonna be horrible. Jeez. And my dumbass didn't pay for a rental car coverage. So like, I literally rented a car for the weekend while my sister was here, and like, I just saw the money just like dropping. Ooh. So I will be Ubering. So AC, please pick me up, or I will have to Uber to uh, Edgar's neighborhood. <laughs> got you, damn yeah, bro. Got you. But I, I, okay, co- so let's, let's 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 run 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 me down to the Kogi truck shenanigans. What time we what time we meet there, and what so, happens before? I and usually during? I usually try to pull up like nine forty five, nine thirty. Not oh, and I'm trying to be the first in line so I can grab my burrito and dip. Yeah, that yeah. Line gets long. Oh, for real? Um, yeah. So they pull up like late night. This is yeah. like purely a late night taco joint. Okay. Well, no, I mean, they're making their rounds throughout, like... Yeah, well, you've never been there at all? No, no, I've been there, but I'm just okay. like, well, I, I've only been there during daytime. Yeah, because like, they, have, they have a couple trucks that, like... But, yeah. like, each one has their set stops every day throughout the week. Um, and usually, from, like, noon to, like, 8, it's in Long Beach. And I then, see, I and see. And then it goes over to, like, right by my house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I usually pull up, like, 15 to 20 minutes early, try to be the first in line so I can just grab my burrito and dip... So um, you're just waiting and there's no truck there? Yeah. You went around when, like, that's what Kogi was. Yeah. Like, so everybody knows, like, yo, so, this, they could pull up. So there's exactly a reason there. why Kogi is so revolutionary. They they didn't even have a route back then. They would just say, yeah. yo, at this time, we're going to be at this spot. Yeah. And people would just flock there. And you just see, there's no truck. People are just forming a line that's, like, a quarter mile long. Dude, 2008 to 2011, it was all about... So there's a food truck maps. Mm-hmm. There was these maps you could go on, uh-huh. and they would update with the Twitter locations yep. that the trucks would be posting yep. about where they were. And, and that's why Kogi is so famous. They're the ones that started that whole shit. Yeah, they were, the, they were like one of the first big ones, and then there was a ton of other yeah, like yeah, yeah. different ones that would hit it. Like the India Jones truck yeah. was a big grilled one. grilled cheese truck. What's the, the India cheese, Jones one? That one? They make these little things called... Uh, uh, what are they called? I want to say they're called like Jimmy's or something. They're not called Jimmy's, but they're like some a person's name. <laughs> What's oh, the Frankie's. They're called Frankie's. They're called Frankie's. Uh, Jimmy's a condom. Is that, am, yeah, I, am I incorrect? So they're these like they're these little tubes. They're like almost like a like a non burrito, non like n a a n not not like non like oh, okay. like non bread burrito. Oh, I thought it was the N O. That sounds yeah. 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 So there was that. There was the there was a Brazilian one called the Tudo Bomb truck. There was. Um, I just want to talk about food all the time. There was a ton of them. Yeah, there was a ton of them, man. Yeah. There was there was the, the bon food meat. truck revolution, man. It was wild. Like, 
I remember one time, like, Kogi was supposed to be at a spot, but then I guess they didn't get the licensing for it or whatever. Yeah. So there's already a huge line, and they're like, we got to go to the lot over there. So you just see the fucking migration, <laughs> like, of, like, fucking yeah. 100-something people Were people trying street. to keep keep their place in line, or was it just I don't even remember, bitch? bro. I was just like, once I saw the migration, I was like, no, I'm going home. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and the, the line is still pretty fucking, like, wild. Yeah, it's yeah. long. Yeah. Damn, this the is 10 years thing, in. Yeah, 10 yeah. years yeah. into the truck. I mean, this thing is, like, every... <laughs> Every Friday, I see a different friend from high school that I haven't seen in a while. I'm like, oh, what's up, man? <laughs> We're like yeah. catching up and shit. You got any hotties yeah. that are going to come on the Friday? <laughs> <or something? laughs> yeah, that's where I go to pick up girls is the Kogi truck. <laughs> oh, they're, they're the worst places yeah. to pick up girls. Yeah. Spice is going to pull up in the craziest jacket on Friday. Bro, you know, <laughs> yeah, you know, you know where I got it. I know, we've seen the jacket. Y'all will see it, too. I would say I have crazy one. That's a crazy one. Wait, crazy Spice, one have you dipped back into the dating, COVID dating scene since all this has happened? So I have. I have. Okay, so what you know. Since you what's it like? That what is it, what has it been like? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. What's um, it like in there? going on in there i think the people on the apps generally like they'll they'll give you like a facetime call if they're like really cautious and then you just meet up okay but um and then what do you do and where well how do the meetups happen is it like old-fashioned like let's go to a fucking restaurant and hang out yeah i mean you literally like i'm on yelp looking on outdoor bar patios and shit like that but at the same time i think i get to a point where i'm like i'm so this is my thing i am shit at uh actually like keeping the conversation going because like in the middle of online dating i'm just like i have some shit i have to work on myself first and then i just drop off completely i'm just like oh, i'm not, ready I mean, not like not like i just have some things to do this afternoon but like i need i have some deep-seated yeah things yeah, yeah. To so you 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 bust the bullshit like hot girl shit on the girl no I, sometimes i do yeah yeah yeah. I, I, I think i'm not done healing for I've, my last I've, I've, I've used i've used i'm not ready for a relationship yet I'm not used to relationship, but when it comes to me, it's different. So it's oh, like, you know, no. what kinds of things are you working this on? This man's a fucking scum. I'm, wor- <laughs> <laughs> I'm working on my scummy nature. To be honest, I'm working on. Oh I'm working on. I'm working on delivering on the promises I promised myself in terms of personal growth, spiritual growth, career growth, and all that shit. So I think when I get stuck in the middle of it, I'm just like, because as soon as like, this is my thing. I start when I start talking to a girl. I'm just like, my head goes way too far into like. Oh, what are we gonna be like in like a year or three months? You know, like what are we gonna do like when we're like you know doing it? So I get way too like too invested into the future possibilities of it. Like that's just like the way I fucking grew up. And so when I start putting myself in that, I start triggering old memories of ex girlfriends and even core and bays. I'm just like, I don't want that in my life. Like that's like really like that's so exhausting. Like I can't do that shit right now. And then I'm just like, this means I'm not ready for it. So it's been it's been kind of like a foot in foot out. Can I just say one thing to you? What's up? Don't be afraid to love now. Love now. Mm-hmm. Why? That's a beautiful. Why sh- I'm sure if like we weren't so single, that would have more depth. No, it should have, it should have, have more depth. depth. Yeah, the more single you your, are, your mind, your soul, nah. and your heart. Because Josh is talking about his struggles with thinking about the future, and this is like preventing him to do all these things because he thinks he's got to like fix eleven thousand parts of himself before you yeah do. let me but tell you loving too quickly will also send the girl that's what i'm saying head. bro no you can't be like oh three I, didn't weeks. Say, I didn't say love everyone now i said just don't be afraid to love okay them. no i'm with that let me tell you because i'm hearing some fear out of your voice yeah you know what let me tell you something i learned from my from my, from my sage, you, um, from my sage um ariana grande out here when <laughs> thank you next came out oh my god and oh, she god. said i fucking hate when you talk about music yeah <laughs> <laughs> when you make ariana grande references you met someone new and her name is ari no yeah it's just yeah exactly 
exactly. Just exactly. Fucking thank you next. Like, bro, thank on. you next is a powerful fucking song. I do man. think that thank you next is a is a phenomenal. Bro, let me just set the table, okay? Because let me. Okay, after Mac Miller passed, she was getting crazy shit on really unfairly about like you are the reason for his mental deterioration and stuff like that and this fucking girl makes a pop song that not only addresses that very respectfully but talks about her own relationships and the reclaiming of her power and the empowerment it takes for her to be in a relationship not only that but she talks about what it's gonna be next for her in terms of loving herself and then taking responsibility and l- for her mom to love her. And I gratitude can't. for the relationships you've been in the past. Exactly. Come how on. beautiful how is that? in pop music and in pop Yo, sensibilities? Do we even hear about yeah, Because just a couple months after that, you were going through changes, remember? Yeah, I was going you through changes. You were going through changes with that Justin Bieber album. Yes, I was. Yes, so I, was. I think yeah, that, you, were. you know, you got a whole lot going on right now, Josh. Of course, man. I'm a complicated individual, bro. Come on. I'm a complex motherfucker. I can't believe you just made us do a deep dive into Thank You Next. I fucking hate you. Are you kidding me? I can do it. I'll ride. I'll ride. Thank You Next is a mountain I'll die on. Can I trust the music journalist here? As someone who does not fuck with pop music generally, who will... Wow, please. No, I fuck hard with Thank You Next. I fuck hard. (laughs) (laughs) He does fuck hard. Yo, yeah, fuck you, do. Yo, this, this is called yeah, I you Fuck Hard. You little fucking right. sex monster. So, that, so that's what coming. That's you a, little that's sex a monster. I fuck hard. We're making that. We're making it a button. Oh, he fucks hard, dude. He's just we're going to make it a button. Pull so. my beard. <laughs> and on that note, uh, we'll be, we're going to take our first break. Oh, it was a power play, bro. We back, FCFC pod, Family Matters, part D. Of D. Of D. Uh, tea time. Tea time. <laughs> the tea is working. Dwee's tea is hard. <laughs> Good luck rebranding that one. Uh, we are just in the backyard. Me and my mates. Drinking on some tea. In it. I'm keeping it with the hoji cha because I miss my dog. Damn, oh, I miss my dog. My dog is still out of state in the camp. I received a picture from his trainer uh, two days ago. Wasn't crazy <laughs> about the picture. Wasn't did, crazy oh, did you see about the picture? Yeah, I saw it. Wasn't okay. crazy about it. He was not thrilled with the situation. And uh, Hoji's mom and aunt were chained, uh, trained by the same trainer. And um, the photos of them, my friend showed me. He's like, yeah, they were really you know, having a hard time. They're like these normal photos, dogs sticking out their tongue. Like, It's like, I don't know. It looks kind of fine. I was sort of hopeful that Hoji would be captured in a good light, but dude, this guy is mugging the camera. He's happy. His hair is going sideways. He's got this like look on his face. He just looks miserable. He's got this chain on. And like... we've joked since then that uh, when all is said and done, we will we will have a rescue because uh, we will be rescuing the dog from the circumstance. <laughs> so we'll be telling people that sorry, she, he'll be much more appreciative about yeah. everything. Yeah, that's what my that's what my friend said. He saw that he's like, man, no, Hoji's just sitting there looking like man. He didn't even know. He didn't even know like life could be like that. <laughs> like he had no. That's the face of someone who just didn't know. You know, like beyond scared he, straight. He just didn't. He didn't know it could be like this. We will have the the live rescue on FCFC Pod as content. So yeah, it might be some bonus page, Patreon content. Patreon coming soon. Yeah, man. Uh, we're T-shirts drinking. coming soon. 
we got merch. We're, we got ideas. Um, but we are <laughs> we drinking. We are drinking the Hoji Cha again tonight. It's a very COVID-friendly uh, tea because I can brew it in a big pot and just pour it out. You know the Gong Fu tea style when I'm pouring it and pushing it and grabbing everybody's cups. That just I think is a little too much for the COVID situation. So it's nice to just have the bit the big pots. Um, but in the interest of always talking about whatever weird shit people are getting into right now. Are you I really going to talk about Yes, I'm going to talk about this. I have not stopped thinking about product placement for the past week or so. Holy shit, this is real. Uh, this is real. So, I didn't think you were serious. Uh, <laughs> and for those of you who do not or have not watched Korean dramas yet, oh and, my God, it's really and you are coming from a place of either scrutiny for said dramas or concern about your livelihood if you get too far into them or if your significant other does which might be my case <laughs> and you know uh, the point is this product placement i've always understood to be this subtle like sort of innuendo type like hidden item inside of a shot or in a movie or like you're watching a thing and someone slides a pepsi across the thing and you're not supposed to like know it's a pepsi and your brain's going to trigger and you're just going to want pepsi the next time you get it i thought that's like how product placement worked and josh price might be able to chime in as someone who's worked for evil empires who sell many things to me um but dude korean dramas are just like they meet it straight out into the front and not only do they like show deliberately that they're promoting a product but then they like dive into it further and and in fact even when the scene is not taking place at said restaurant which is being promoted they're actually talking about it becomes part of the story the product placement and it's to an extent that i was like dude this is insane they're just like reckless with this and it's gotta just be like some next level contract and then it actually hit me last night because my brother came over and we were talking about Kyochan. Sean went to Kyochan and bought some wings, and I was like, dude, Kyochan, Kyochan's the best. And I was telling, our, uh, telling uh, my roommate's boyfriend, I was like, hey, like Kyochan wings are like next level, you gotta try them. And I'm like, holy shit, I'm talking like they talk in the Korean dramas. Like I am part of the product placement in my own life. And then I was like, oh my God, in fact, Korean dramas are the most authentic to how we talk about things in our daily lives. Like mm. people fuck with, you know, a restaurant or they fuck with like a thing like, oh, you never had that from this and like, you know, but it's actually more authentic to real life, is what I'm saying. And this is my ramble about uh, product. But Josh, hit me with your opinion about all this. Pop <laughs> <laughs> uh, quiz. Okay. Take it in, dog. To put on my marketing cap real quick. Holy to... shit! My teapot just broke. Oh, that's oh, not a good sign. Man. Right. That's actually a terrible sign. That's what a great. That's a horrible sign. I don't know how it broke. Continue, Josh. Wow. This is. This has never happened. Perfect example of what 2020 is, dude. Is oh, isn't 20, that wild? This is 2020 right so what's, now. What's really weird is it's just it was just this top. What the? And I just pulled it off, and it just like. Fuck 2020. Seriously, fuck dude. 2020. What the fuck? Is it glass in that pot? Because there might be little shards of glass. I mean, there's in no there. glass that's in your tea okay. for sure. Um, there might be glass in this tea, but I don't even think that there is. But I'm okay. I, I like three, three to three to six. <laughs> Ports of tea last time, and I was up till like three, four a.m. Do you remember that? Yo, sometimes, that. sometimes, yeah, the tea like gets me because like it's it's bomb, and I just keep sipping it. And we recorded at like seven to eleven p.m. So yeah, like, so by the time we get home, it's like eleven thirty, and then you're up till like three. Shout out to uh, the Dolly Dolly Black and Gold pop 
pod reached out to me and talked about how they can go to sleep better because when they drink tea, they <laughs> stay up all night too. If you're drinking tea with us and you just, you know, you want to try to sleep, maybe you don't need to drink so much tea before bed. I don't really have a problem with sleeping after drinking tea because that's probably because my veins pump tea at this point. <laughs> they definitely do. But back to product placement. Okay, quick history. Uh, Korean culture is very much more accepting and open with advertising. Um, there's this misguided notion in American culture that there is certain things in advertising that um, are too gauche or too upfront. And I think everything in American culture is advertising a big product that's at some point in time. It's just some people think it's not a part of the daily lives, and it is. Korean culture with, I don't know if you will chalk it up to their, their recent brand of free-range capitalism that happened like later in the 80s or something like that they are all the celebrities are looking for their first endorsement more so than american celebrity culture like the cf culture in korea is very like oh i got a chicken brand or i got like skincare brands um anything like that korean celebrity culture is very much into like and it's it's a similar ethic where it's like you get your first cf and you've made it kind of thing what I think continues to transpire is like everyone wants that continually all the time. Yeah. And so And not just made it, it's like how many commercials you're getting constitutes how big you are at that time. Right. So that and you know, it's it's kinda like you said, like American marketing is more like you know, like like the the handshake that has the money in it. You know what I mean? You're trying sure. to be slick yeah, yeah. with it. And Koreans are like, No, you must buy now. Yeah. Buy now. Mother asshole buy. Well no, there's and so there's something what I'm getting at, even before this realization that it's more like real life, I appreciate it. Mm. I appreciate it more. Yeah. And I also think it's creative and interesting how it's like involved so I might as well just throw it all on the table. I'm watching this drama called The King. Mm following a rep recommendation of Mr. Slim across from me, who is also a Korean drama head. He doesn't want to put it out there. I'm putting it out there for him. Back again. <laughs> so we've got, we've got Slim who's uh, given the recs. So, you know, hit him on the DMs if you want those recs on the sly, those subtle ones. Uh, but The King was one of his recommendations. It is the most grotesque Korean drama in terms of just, like, everything is full blast. The yeah. action is full blast. The love scenes are full blast. Like, the absurdity of everything is full blast, and there's interdimensional travel. So in the interdimensional travel, there is a king, the titular character, who goes into, you know, a Korean fried chicken place, barbecue chicken, yeah. which, shout out to uh, Honda Plaza in downtown LA, Little Tokyo, where Tea Master <coughs> is also located, and Sushi Gen, there's a barbecue chicken on the corner, mm -hmm. and I think there's a couple others. Shout out BBQ Chicken on 6th Street, right on there. On 6th Street, right yeah. there. Yep. And ironically, barbecue chicken is famous for fried chicken, but point is, it's delicious, and it's also in Crash Landing on You. Yeah. Another Korean drama also uh, takes place. But in Crash Landing on You, it just sort of exists as this, like, oh, they're just in barbecue chicken. That's, that's the whole of it. When the North Koreans come and they try it, they're like, oh, my God, it's amazing. Mm. And so it sort of, like, works to double the ad's value. But, dude, with King... This guy is from another dimension. He's the king, and he's sitting there eating this thing, and he's like, what? Like, this is, like, the craziest yeah, yeah, yeah. thing I've ever had in my kingdom. And then even when they're not in the restaurant, they talk about the food that they had at the restaurant. Like, hey, when you come to this, like, interdimension thing, you're going to try this thing called the half-and-half half at the barbecue. Oh, yeah, yeah. And so it becomes, like, interwoven into the narrative. And he's, like, at, like, at the bread shop, and he's like, this is, like, the, the food that's baked at my, like, palace. Yeah. You know, and so it's like... You couldn't make 
an advertisement, there's not enough time in an advertisement to make like the case that something is like worthy of a king even more. You'd have like you know King James, LeBron, like having like something from a from a you know place like oh, Bill, he's the king, and that made the connection for me. But this is like impact of narrative over time on an ad. It's insane. Yeah, it's I mean, insane. You guys got to see this shit. Talk, I mean, talk <laughs> about inter- interdimensional travel. Like even in Crash Link into You, when um, the North Korean soldiers get to South Korea, like they talk about the qualities of South Korean chicken particularly BBQ chicken, which is the chicken shop they go right next door. Like, right. it's everywhere. And so there's nothing bashful about their product no. placement. It's It's, it's actually, it's very effective because I crave chicken right after it. <laughs> I know that it's I've said twice while we're yeah, yeah. watching, I'm like, Sachi, like, should we just you order You crave food, chicken? soju, and cigarettes after watching Oh, yeah, drums. it's incredible. It's incredible. <laughs> it's, it's, and beauty it's, products. It's actually, and beauty products. It's actually, oh, beauty products like beauty a products. motherfucker. It's actually kind of like the FCFC lifestyle in a lot of ways, man. It's, it's, I don't even want coffee. I don't even Look, this is a tea man. And talking. in Korea, everyone drinks Americanos. There's no iced coffee. But there are those like iced coffee drinks that they have in the police station during the king, and they're just sitting there sipping on them. Are those energy drinks? I think they're coffee drinks, right? They are they're, coffee drinks. You're yeah. Right. So they're sitting there drinking it, and they're just like, "Man, we got another difficult case. Guess we better hit like another case of the fucking, you know, the, yeah. the goods." And but, they're all. <laughs> let me just like, tell you, BBQ chicken is delicious. I think it's actually it the is, best. It is I good. think it's the best chicken in Cape Town. No, Kyochan. No, I think but Kyochan's I, no, a different no. thing. We're just talking about straight fried chicken. Oh, fried chicken with yeah, with sure. the freight the straight like original fried chicken recipe. Mm-hmm. BBQ chicken got it unlocked. Yeah, the the whatever you put yang yum wise marinade. I, I can't. There's too many variations of it. Yeah, but I will say yeah. That's 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 so funny that you you found that as like peculiar because like no it's it's real dude it's like but they've it's, never been they've never been closed off to being like i will eat this on camera like when but i've been on commercial next- sets where it's like to get the actors to do anything that's mm-hmm. like brand worthy like you have to talk to four agents to be like how what angle can you get them eating something before they actually do something here they're just like they will give you glamour shot glamour shot glamour shot of them eat fucking chicken just fucking going in all different angles to their fucking mouths it's incredible i love it I just think that it's it's taking it to a next level when you can incorporate it into the narrative. It's like a whole different dimension. And then, <laughs> hey, once, and then once I realized that that's how real life is, yeah. I was like, this is We're not insanity. so far from that from American Intimate either, man. We think we're above that and we're not. It, it happens Well, that is just like time. the kind of snootiness of like the American consumer, right? Like they... They don't just want it sold to them. They want it like sold to them in a specific way. It's like they, you don't want to know here, where dude. your meat came from. It's like all the that's like very embedded in American culture. Like they don't want to know. You don't want to know like a lot of things. Yeah. Don't tell me the bad yeah, part. Yeah, you want stuff behind the, the behind closed the doors. Yeah. yeah, for sure. I agree with that. I'm glad that we talk about chicken so much on this podcast. <laughs> I think that's, it's important that we talk about things that we love. Barbecue FCFC chicken sponsored the pod. Yeah, FCFC mukbang coming up soon. And uh, be, uh, oh my god, if BBQ Chicken sponsored our podcast, I dude, would, that would be bro. What we could do a Korean drama out here. Follow your dreams. Hell yeah, dude. Dude, there's a drama that could work with some, you know, a couple of American Korean American guys who started a podcast. They had a dream, and it became a barbecue chicken sponsored podcast. Are you buying that? This has been another episode. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in it, bro. I'm in it. That's fucking beautiful, man. We gave Kogi the fucking un- unsponsored pod, wait, but plug before this. Wait, man. I want rapid fire uh, a new a new addition to the podcast thing, at least for tonight, which is recommendations. Quick, rapid fire recommendations. I don't care what it is. You can get one or two things. One, two, three. Who's first? 
Jimmy's Burgers, right on Running Made in Lancashire. Fire. Nice. What should you get? What kind of burger? Uh, just get a double cheeseburger. Double cheeseburger. Gets the job done. Sweet. Uh, there's a New York chicken and gyro, zero, euro? Gyro. Gyro. I think it's euro. Euro. Is it? New York oh, yeah. chicken and euro spot. There's one in the valley, and then there's another one in K-Town, but it's not like an actual spot. They just have like a kitchen, and you order it, and they just bring it out to you. Bro, curb. I drove up to that place, and I walked in. Mm-hmm. It's like some Frankenstein kitchen with like mm-hmm. nine different restaurants working out of there. I don't know how the fuck it works, but the gyro's very good. Right? It's probably the best gyro that I've had in L.A. Um, yeah, Korean fried chicken spots. I mean... I don't know. I haven't really been like exploring that many new foods. I just kind of eat when I I'm hungry, and I don't really. You're allowed to recommend albums, movies, and oh, and Pornhub. Anything goes. (laughs) (laughs) The hot video section. Do you, have, do, you have any, do you have any recommendations? Wait, Sam, Sam, what's your like, porn dialogue, I don't bro? know if I can top that. <laughs> no, Edgar, what's, what's your porn recommended? What's, what's <laughs> Whatever it is, I just need dialogue and yeah, acting. Oh, my, yeah, favorite, yeah, my favorite, really favorite thing was, like, early in the quarantine, it was, like, a Pornhub screenshot, but the video, it was just, like, two people embracing, and the title was just Hugging Friends. <laughs> <laughs> That's so sad. Oh, my God. <laughs> Oh man! Any other recommendations, guys? Oh Ryan, Ryan Walsh, you got recommendations. <laughs> There's an album you listened to, a movie you saw, a restaurant you tried. A... Uh, you know what? I'm gonna shout out my my boy in the food truck around the corner from my place. He's parked right outside the Hollywood DMV, not the not the car registration one, but the license one on Cole, just above Melrose. Um, I think it's Papi Pollo, Papi Pollo. It's run by a Brooklyn dude. His mom's from the Canarsie Projects in Brooklyn, so we vibe off that in New York sports, but the food Shout is... Shout out Quincy Doobie. Facts, 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 Wait, facts. something, something to Canarsie, living harshly. What is that? That's a rap lyric. Continue. <laughs> <laughs> it's an accurate rap lyric. Wait, what kind of food truck is it? Uh, oh, it's chicken. Nas. Nas, uh, I gave you power. The I'm song where he say. raps about being a gun. Mm. Comes to Canarsie, living harshly, but what I feel ain't never mattered. Guess what's going to listen to on the way home now? I was about to say, that new Nas album is fucking incredible. You know what? Yeah. I've listened yeah, to it let's... once so far. I've given it a second try. I had a hard time because it came out around the Burner Boy album, and I just kept listening to the Burner Boy album on repeat. But good at recommendation, AC. Burner Boy is my recommendation. What? Watch uh, Cobra Pop- Kai, guys. Pollo. It has fucking chicken and waffles, chicken sandwiches, chicken rice and mac and cheese plates. Uh... Original recipe, really high quality products, reasonable prices, dude is cool, and if you're going to the DMV, definitely have it there, and if you're not, pull up, because literally, I just like, it, it'll Most be like the one time I leave the house. Go anyways, motherfuckers. What's, so what's the chicken and rice uh, feel like? Is like, it's like halal style, or what? No, no, no. Uh, it's like West Indian style. What's it's, that? What's that? Talk, talk to me about I don't, West Indian food yeah, like escapes right. me. I feel you. I feel you. You got rice and beans on the side next to the chicken, and then you got a second side, which you can either make the salad or the mac and cheese. He has a bunch of different sides and Oof. allows you to like pick and plug Plantains? and play whatever you want. Hmm? Plantains? Indeed. Mm. Platano. Platano. Black beans? Yes. Black beans and rice. That's, I got black beans and rice, mac and cheese, and fried chicken with the plate. Mm. I've had the chicken and waffles. He makes the chicken. Uh, he makes the waffle rice. right there. He makes his own whipped cream. Fresh strawberries all sliced up. He makes whipped cream in the truck. 
dope. This guy's fire. Holy it's, shit. It's official. Spicy. He's got he's got a Nashville spicy uh, style, and he'll slap it on the chicken, or he'll put it on the side. Whatever you want. It's uh, Check it out. Check it out. It's worth it. Spice. I got one for each. Restaurant. Spoon and Pork. Filipino restaurant there, right there on Sunset. Incredible lechon. Fire. Shout out Filipino Town this always. Filipino Town guy right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it, man. It's so fucking good. Um, series I'm watching, Lovecraft Country on HBO Max. And uh, Fresh Prince. Fucking incredible. Both are... In- Lovecraft Country is a little gorier than I thought it was going to be, which I'm not, I don't do great with, but it's, it's fire. And the book I'm reading, Chang Ray Lee's Native Speaker. It's one of the most seminal fucking Asian American texts in the fucking world. And um, it's, uh, it's weird because like, you went from like nobody talking about us to like, a Korean writer talking so specifically about the Korean American experience that it'll fuck you up and um, can't recommend it more. Native Speaker. Native Speaker. Yeah, and listen to... Our boy Albert started, um, he was part of the Tegu Tavern. Tegu Tavern was a Korean, um, English language Korean coverage podcast for Korean soccer specifically. They're branching off to more entertainment and more Korean culture. They rebranded as Fighting Stripes and um, they're going to be coming out with a lot of new, new podcasts. One includes a Premier League podcast called One Two Punch and that's incredible right now. So, yeah. Boom. My recommendations is where I got the idea for recommendations, which is the Sub China podcast. Sub China. Kaiser Guo and Jeremy, I forget his last name, run a podcast about China. It's called Sub China. It's awesome. They do recommendations at the end. Uh, if you care about learning about China and its relationship with the world, I highly recommend listening to it. They tackle a lot of crazy political issues, but also just like really general cultural ones. They recently had uh, the rapper uh, Bohan Phoenix on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, talking about Chinese rap and the black culture experience writing about China uh, was another recent episode. And they're doing like one on Belt and Road Initiative, if you're into that kind of thing, and like global geopolitics, it's a pretty good podcast, and they do recommendations at the end. Kaiser Guo, who's the host, is also like a heavy metalhead in China, so it's not like super stiff and serious. He's like a funny dude, but he's also really smart and interesting. Uh, The other recommendation is The Last Bookstore in downtown. Order your books from Last Bookstore, like I said before. We got books. My boy Edgar over here came up with the FCFC uh, book club, which so. we got those those uh, meetings coming up soon. Read along with us. <coughs> this month's book is Minor Feelings. Next month's book is This Is Not a T-Shirt. Uh, we're going to have more interesting books coming along, and the two books we've already read are definitely worth reading as well, and we're going to keep conversations going on that front. I and shout that. out to the last bookstore. Talk about a spot that you missed, that you lost because of COVID. I used to spend, I lost afternoons in there just picking random books off the shelf, sitting down in one of the chairs. Yep. You, you'll, you'll lose, yeah. you'll lose yeah. probably a couple bucks here and there buying a book from last bookstore versus Amazon, and they won't b- deliver Prime to your house, but you can go <laughs> pr- pick it up for free. So you can go curbside pickup at last bookstore. Support, support small those, businesses. Yeah, support those, those last books. Beautiful. And show. I think that's it. And this has been. Oh, oh, wait, oh, 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 yo, y'all make sure to stream the new neighborhood album. <laughs> yeah, my boy, Young there it is. Big facts, big facts. Y'all gotta go pre-save that shit, download that shit, legally. Some of the best shit. driving music I've heard in my fucking life, dude. I've mm-hmm. enjoyed. I drove to Newport Beach fucking three times last week. And was bumping the neighborhood the whole time. It was awesome. Mm. Chip Chrome and the Monotones is the name of the album. It comes out on Friday, which this podcast will already be out by the time it comes out. So. Listen yeah. to that. Big shouts to Young Dweez. Love you, You worked hard on it. 
some good people on there. We don't keep it rocking. Danny Parr, what up? And this has been oh, another. Okay, and there's oh, another oh, one. Oh. Before you sign us off, tell the people what you're wearing right now. I'm not throwing him under the bus like that. It was cold in the backyard. It's cold in the backyard today, guys. And Arsenal will always keep you warm. <laughs> <laughs> fuck all that. This has been another episode of the FCFC pod. Fuck Arsenal. Fuck all y'all. No, West Gunner side. Boy. Yeah. <laughs> You're a weak, weak human being right all now. All right, let's, let's, do this, you. let's do the intro. One, two, three. FCFC. FCFC, 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 FCFC,